Live from Guttercat Studios in the Metaverse, it's time for another episode of the Crazy About Crypto Show. And now here's your host, Crazy Carl. Hey, yo, what is going on? Thank you so much for being here. And if you're listening to the podcast, hello from all around the world. And welcome to the Crazy About Crypto Show, an interactive live podcast on Twitter Spaces for anyone exploring crypto and wanting to learn from others that have already dived into the space. From NFT artists to savvy crypto investors to everyday people just like you and I, this is a place where we can come together and learn about this new wave of innovation. Today, I'm excited to have an incredible female NFT content creator on the show. Her success in the space is a direct result of hard work, perseverance, and forming genuine relationships in the space. Creator of Morgan Smiles NFT and Grumpkin's NFT and founder of Breaking NFT News, she's constantly finding new ways to explore Web3 and what it has to offer. She spends countless hours hosting Twitter spaces to connect with the NFT community, and it's a true honor to now share the stage with the one and only Morgan. What is going on, Morgan? How are you? <laughs> wow, what an introduction. Hey. <laughs> it is always fun to do introductions because I enjoy getting to learn a little bit about people before they come on the show. And I'm excited to talk a little bit about some of the things that you've uh, created in the space. But before we get to all of that, I'd love for you to just share a little bit about your journey um, in coming into the crypto and NFT world, if you dabbled in crypto at all, or if NFTs were really where it started, and just uh, share a little bit about your journey and how it came to be. Um, yeah, so basically, um, it kind of started when I was like dabbling along with Robinhood, and I had no money. Actually, my Robinhood got, account got hacked, and then, um, but I only had like $30, $40 in my account. And of course, you know, Robinhood being Robinhood, I ended up wanting to buy something else on the platform because it was so easy. So I like bought into Dogecoin at point zero zero eight, um, and then that like skyrocketed. Um, that was that was like whoa! I had no idea what I bought. I didn't understand anything. Um, I just kind of bought it because it was like the cheapest thing I could get. Um, but then. Um, couple months later like it kept going up and then I was like I don't know what to do so I basically this um this summer I joined Twitter and I just kind of tweeted about it and I guess everyone was tweeting about it because it was like a big thing I never really thought to really go on Twitter I was never really a like social media kind of person I kind of posted on Instagram here and there um but uh, I just like tweeted about it and then um it just like I've been so used to um, not getting any response from anyone, but then all of a sudden, all like everywhere, like all these community, like the, the Dogecoin and crypto community, they were all like cheering, like cheering it on. It was just like it was amazing. I've never experienced such a thing. Um, and then I just kept kept on with it, and then I ended up with the you know the, the NFT community too. So. Um, that it just all just kind of really happened really fast because I only had like 78 followers in June. Um, 
So I kind of had to teach myself the space. I had no idea what I got myself into. It's insane. I mean, that story is so common, though. There's lots of people that come into the space, and just within a year, they have you know, 50 to 100,000 followers. And it's like, wow, it's like, really cool to be able to see, especially one thing that I love is um, some of the people that have gotten huge followings. It's more because, like you said, you come into the space, you you're like really passionate, you thought it was really cool. And you got to know and engage with the community and that organic growth is what really um, was allowed you to kind of accelerate your growth in the space. So one thing that I love to go back and just um, talk a bit, a little bit about because it always fascinated me. I was into crypto. You you said you started investing in Doge last year, or was it the year before? Was it in twenty twenty? Um, last year. Last year, yeah. And so yeah. one thing that I always um, I found fascinating: so many people, like you said, that were into some of the like the Reddit stocks with GameStop and AMC, and then they got into Dogecoin. And so it was just kind of a lot of people that maybe didn't understand a lot about finance, or but they knew that like the power of everyone moving together and that that sense of community is something kind of powerful and something that I think is really interesting about the Doge community because it's not a community that, community that I was really uh, a part of for a long time, but I've seen so many people in the Doge community really just um, just like growing together in the space. So I'd like for you, I'd love for you just to kind of talk about how, because you said, you know, that's really what got you into the NFT space, but really what I feel like Doge was, it's not necessarily um, the coin itself that, you know, has utility or whatnot, but it brought a lot of people together and brought a lot of people into the space, which is powerful in itself. So I'd love for you just talk a little bit more about, you know, uh, if you think back to when you only had like a hundred followers, um, just like how you were connecting with people in the Doge community, how you got involved, how people started talking to each other, because I think it's just so fascinating how that community evolved. Let me think. Um, yeah, I mean, I pretty much was just like, you know, tweeting about random thoughts and stuff and then people were responding you know but we're also bringing like dogecoin you know involved like i was just like super pumped it was a whole bunch of like really happy like pumped pumped people you know lives are being changed i mean my life was changed um i got a bad like accident two years ago and like this kind of helped with my bills dogecoin um but like it was just pretty awesome i made a lot of friends like ashley to this day is like you know, my best friend, I met her through like Dogecoin, um, met Dogecoin Rise. And like, it has brought me really close to a lot of people in this space. And I kind of just grew with them. Because a lot of the people in the beginning didn't really have much followers either. And we just kind of like, you know, interacted with everyone. I was interacting with everyone because I I absolutely love people. Like, you know, with nursing, I love like, you know, talking with people, like helping people or just, you know, interacting, understanding their lives. And like, that's all I was doing. I wasn't really like tweeting for anything other than like just trying to get to know people. And that's, that's what I did. And like Dogecoin brought us all together and it felt it just it was pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, it is. It is so cool to think, especially, I mean, some of my closest friends now, too, are in different NFT communities that I've gotten involved in. It's so cool how, 
you know, like the like different、um, common interests, whether it's Dogecoin or like, you know, our all of our lives are changing because of because we're all into this NFT or because we're into this coin,、um, and just like how that can create like. Meaningful relationships, and I feel like I don't know about you or what you think about this, but、um, on top of like being able to learn more about the blockchain and about money and finance and、uh, just like how all of this stuff works,、uh, it's also I think equally as powerful like the like genuine connections you make because.、Uh, I've, I've talked to several people that are like, even if like everything goes to zero tomorrow, you know, like it doesn't necessarily matter because of the relationships that have been created here. But in a sense, too, that's how you know it won't go to zero because there's something really powerful about the connections that we're able to make through this ecosystem. Yeah, yeah, 100% agree.、Um, it is amazing. The communities, even with like, you know, NFTs, like, There's so many communities, so many relationships being built, and like it's just it grows.、Um, and you can even tell with NFTs if they're going to be successful or not, depending on the community, depending on their Discord, depending on you know the reactions towards complications and conflicts. I mean,、um, when you have like such a strong community, it's like huge, huge team, and it makes anything really successful. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I love,、um, I mean, community is like, it's become a buzzword、uh, in a lot of ways in the NFT space because、uh, everyone can claim that they're going to create a community, but it's like, it's also really hard. And you've put in the time and energy to really build a community from the ground up、um, just by your, like, with the people and friends around you, which is another thing that I wanted to touch on because. Uh, like you said, like the, a lot of the people that have kind of grown alongside you in the space, you knew when, you know, they really didn't have any followers either, but you all grew together. And I, I, I'm curious if you ever reminisce on that with some of the best friends you have in the space, just how, you know, like how crazy it is, but also just how you all kind of started out together in the space and how meaningful that is when you look back at like the last year. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, been pretty, it's been pretty wild. I mean, I feel like the space moves like, I don't know, it's so freaking quick. It's like we've been in this space for years. I, I don't,、um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like we've been through so much. So <laughs> much. Does. I mean, so much. So many things. <laughs> it is. In, in a year, it's,、uh, it's only been about a year, but it does. It feels like an eternity. Even just like last month, it's like, wow, that happened just、um, like, that feels like a year ago that that happened. But I mean, it's so true because it's just the space moves so fast.、Um, with you leading spaces, I mean, you are on spaces almost, I mean, especially the, since the new year. You're like constantly on, you're constantly、um, holding spaces and doing different types of、um, events where people can come up and talk. What are some of the things that you've noticed? I mean, obviously, you have probably a core group that kind of comes up on stage and hangs out with you. But as new people come up on stage, I'm sure you、um, attract a lot of people that come up and want to learn about the NFT space. And so, what are some of the things that you've noticed,、um, like with People coming up on your stage, like what are some of the common themes around like what, what they're trying to understand about NFTs, what they're trying to understand about this whole space, and、um, just like what it means to be able to kind of help give guidance to people that just show up and are trying to figure out what's going on in this space? Yeah. So I think the common questions are kind of like, 
you know, how do I even freaking buy an NFT or like, or like, how do you even know something is good? Or like, how do you know it's not going to be a rug or, or it's even like, how do you avoid rugs or how do you avoid scams or how do you know to buy these things? Or, you know, those kinds of questions like you, you come up a lot, you know, what, what are they supposed to see? Like, what are, what are red flags, you know, um, th- like those questions constantly come up we you know so we built like a discord for that so people can ask questions about certain projects and kind of the whole thing of the whole aspect of late night degens it could be anything it's the whole point is you know um, natural organic conversation and have people come up here and have us talk about nfts so people can kind of learn like learning a new language i mean you could sit there and like read textbooks all day long, but if you're not listening to conversations or speaking it, then you're not going to learn it. So the whole thing and the whole aspect is basically education. So you got me and you got a whole bunch of other people up on stage who have different trading techniques. You know, we use all the different words, you know, we talk about what we're going to buy, we talk about projects or we talk about what's bad about these projects or what we're looking at it's a whole bunch of things all at once and people have been staying they've been learning and coming up and asking more questions and the whole thing is kind of just let like allow people to feel comfortable to come up and ask questions because i mean heck like we don't know everything i don't know everything every single day i've i've constantly learned i mean i've been scammed a few times i've like clicked buttons i shouldn't have i mean it, it happens to the best of us but the whole thing is kind of just an educational opportunity and to give new new creators and new artists the opportunity to come up and you know learn about how they can market themselves or how they can be successful in the nft space I love, I love that. I mean, I think one thing that is just very, um, like you're very genuine about uh, when you started talking about this specifically, it's just like, you can tell you're passionate about it, that you really, you really want to help other people. And I think that's important because, um, because when you're in this space, when like sometimes when, once you're in for a year, you know, and, and the time flies so fast and we're constantly doing things and degening so hard that it, it sometimes is hard to remember when we were setting up our first MetaMask and, you know, like the, the scams that we went through and lost money and felt like shit because, because so many, like, I love that you said, you know, that you've fell for scams. I've fell for scams. I think people that don't talk about, like, their mistakes uh, don't allow the new audience to um, come in and learn. And then when they do make mistakes or if they get scammed, it scares them away because they feel like that's just, like, they did something wrong and they're an idiot. But in reality, it's, I mean, almost everyone has been scammed in some way or another, and it's a learning opportunity. Um, so I just, I think it's amazing uh, for you to be able to do that because then, you know, even I, because you, like you said, you're kind of holding like a round table with your friends, just kind of shooting the shit, which you could do on a Discord or do like in a non-public manner. But by doing it um, on Twitter Spaces, it allows people to be kind of like a fly on the wall uh, and be able to listen in and learn in a very non-intimidating matter, which which is like really important because sometimes it takes a lot um, for someone to get up on stage and ask that question, which I know we all try to remind people like that's the best way to learn is to get up and like ask your question. Don't be afraid. But um, for those people that are still like trying to you know, figure out where they fit in. Sometimes they don't want to do that. Um, so I'd love, have you ever had people like, um, I'm sure either reply to, 
you know, tweets that you've put out or DM you just about like what, um, like something that they learned from you or like how important something that you uh, said was to like their journey. Because I think that's always, I mean, that's got to like fuel your fire when that kind of stuff happens. Oh my gosh, it really does. I get those DMs all the time and I get, you know, commenting on the spaces or people commenting like to other people, um, you know, about who, what spaces you like or like they'll, they'll respond with like my spaces and they'll say that they've learned so much, they've grown, that they've been, we've done it for, I think today's the, gosh, I'm losing track, 28th day. And they said that they've, they've actually showed up every single day, you know, learning and growing. They said they absolutely knew nothing and it's like learning a new language and, and they, and like one or last two, two nights ago, we were like completely degenerating on this project, but it was super, super duper cheap. It was a free mint. And it, like a few people in the audience never bought an NFT and it gave them the opportunity to like, you know, fast, like just learn about the creating a wallet, making a wallet and like even just getting the free NFT and they were able to actually make money that night. But they were able, it, it, they DM me and or they came up and they said, this was my first NFT. And like, you all helped me like just not be scared and like just, you know, kind of, you know, do it because they've been listening for the whole time, the whole 28 day, 27 days about us. And they were just like, you know what, it's time for me to just make this wallet and, you know, have my first NFT. And yeah, so I mean, people constantly say that they have learned a lot and it, it means a lot. It's, the whole thing is just education and just like building, you know, the buzzword community. I, I think it's super important. And I think it's super important to bring in like inclusivity, like the the ability to like allow anyone anywhere, you know, wherever you're from, you are welcome. Um, I think it's super duper important. So cause sometimes, you know, you go into spaces and like, you know, you request and request and request and you don't get your voice heard. So I, I try to make it as like as easy as possible to get their voices heard. So I have the discord so people can comment, you know, people can DM, people can, you know, whatever. And we'll, we'll answer y'all. We will do our best. Cause I think it's super important to have everyone heard. I think that's awesome. And I think like, um, one thing that I just, uh, I'm really bullish on with you and with other people in the space that are like you that are not afraid to be human because some, so many people are so afraid about their ego in this space or like how they, um, how they appear. They want to be cut, like be seen as an expert that it's like, you're you really, if anything, you're not, you're just like hurting other people that are listening to you because, uh, you come across, uh, as someone that's not approachable. No one's going to ask you questions. You make people feel dumb because you, you just always are acting like you're the best. And so I just love like the humility, but also just your passion for helping people not be afraid to ask those questions and helping them learn. I actually didn't realize you had a discord where you did that, which is even cooler for people to just have like an open forum where they can ask questions um, and you can continue to help people in the space. What um, another question I had was specifically about being um, like a female creator in the space, because it's uh this is crypto especially prior to nft was very male dominated um and some of like some of that uh toxicity still exists today um but it's so inspiring to me personally to see so many amazing women starting to um kind of be elevated in the space so i'd love for you to talk about maybe some of the struggles in the first year or like stuff that you had to deal with
with, but then also just like what it's like to be able to help elevate and, you know, help other women get a voice in the space and be heard um, and and make inspire them to not be afraid to enter like this ecosystem because it really can change change their lives. Yeah. Um, oh, gosh. Yeah. In the beginning, oh God, it was really, really hard to even get a voice out to go up in spaces, you know, I didn't really, I was terrified. Like I know how it feels to just go up on a space. You don't know anyone, right? You're new to this space and you're just like, you're quiet and you, you know that they're all friends. They sound like friends and like, you're just this person out, you know? And before in the beginning, it was just like all male dominated and they were just talking and talking, but like, I felt like I would never be able to get a voice out. And like, it is hard. It's super hard, but eventually like you just, it's okay to like just speak speak up I mean it's hard it's super hard like I'm not gonna say it's easy because in the beginning it was terrifying I didn't know what I was doing and I hate I hate phone calls and I hate talk like I don't like the phone I'm more of like an in-person kind of person so I like really got out of my shell on this one um but so uh yeah it wasn't easy at all um in the beginning it was super hard to to feel like I fit in and I've noticed with the the NFT space like the women in this space have grown there's so much so many so much more women than I've been like in crypto in the beginning it was barely any um and I feel like I'm able to connect and it's easier to do that um but this the whole reason that's why I'm doing these spaces is to allow people to feel comfortable you know come up you know and talk or or even just you know have a relationship like dm me ask questions or whatever um i did close my dms because it's been kind of crazy with spams and spam things i'm trying to catch up right now so i have the um i have um you know people can respond reply to me i'll reply back but i've pretty much accepted everyone whoever goes into my spaces um and so they can dm me uh now um but so yeah um it's 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 different yeah it is it's and especially with like as your following grows i know like one the like the dms continue to grow i've always had mine off just because it's so hard like it's uh it's always inspiring to me to people that keep them on especially as they get more and more followers just because it's so hard to like and you feel terrible like i feel terrible when i don't respond to DMs and I have um I have enough DMs with just the people that are following me and I follow. Um so it's really hard to be able to to be able to get to everyone, but you also want to, you know, like there's that desire, especially with your passion for education and for helping people. And so I love that how you how you said like, you know, even if people reply to a message, you try to respond. And I think that's um that is powerful because, you know, it if you're in the space and you're just getting started, it's really important to like grow alongside other people. Like you said, like if they come up on stage, like don't be afraid to come up on stage, especially uh, one thing that I love is like you said, when you first started, you know, it was so intimidating and now you've created a really safe space for, for anyone. It doesn't matter who you are to feel like they can come up and talk to you um, and be able to have a voice and be able to be heard and ask questions because it is like, it's such an intimidating space. Um, And especially when we're talking about like investing and uh, finance, which is for, for, 
the last hundred years is something that's just dominated by males. And that's something that is starting to change, which is really cool to see, especially when you see really strong female voices kind of taking lead too, and, and, and learning and then educating others. Um, one thing that I was curious about too, uh, as you have kind of grown in the space, how have you, like, especially for me, um, being in the space and learning investing, it took me years and years uh, to kind of get into the stock market and then into crypto. Um, what has it been like to kind of like that financial journey, the wealth generation uh, that's caused, that's been caused through like just being in the space and growing in the space? How important has that been? And what's been some of the most important lessons you've learned um, as you've started investing that if you could kind of tell someone else that's just getting started, uh, what they could kind of learn from your mistakes or things that you've learned along the way? Um, yeah, I have that. I like I have it even pinned for myself. I have it pinned on my profile. <laughs> Like the things that I have learned in this space, like uh, like things, things you know, things can dip, things can go up. I mean, you never know what's going to happen, but like to never put all your eggs in one basket kind of deal. Um, you never want to overinvest more than you're willing to lose. Like if you need the money now or you need the money next week, don't invest all of it expecting it to just double or triple you know next week because it could potentially go down and you could potentially lose a lot of money because you might have to sell it you know and then the next week after that then you're like oh you regret that sell because now it's up and you know um so i, I like to say that you know always do your own research never never over invest and you know i like to hold i don't like I don't, I'm not like a trader. I don't like stare at charts all day long. That would be stressful and crazy. Um, but I like to, you know, I, I'll invest, I'll put some in and then I just let it kind of do its thing. And, you know, when it goes up, I might take it out and use it as money, but like, and then I'll put it back in. Like I just kind of keep, keep it, keep it rolling. Um, but I've had my own fair share of like mistakes. I mean, um, I, I learned the hard way, for example, with margin. I, I would never recommend anyone in here to mm. use margin. That's yeah. the worst thing you can do. Um, I, I learned that at, like, 18. Um, I was trading, like, stocks. Um, and I used margin, like, completely, like, it was not in my favor. And then I ended up selling all my favorite, like, stocks to meet up for it. And I was like, ah! And it was just horrible. But... Yeah, <laughs> it's like a. I don't know if it was on Robin Hood or not, but Robin Hood is like a double-edged sword when it came to stuff like that because it's like yeah. that's something that um, they like made easy access to people that really don't need to be doing that because it's like where if you're just starting in the stock market and it's like oh our whole idea is this is a really easy platform anyone can do it but then you're giving like advanced tools that you don't really explain and people don't understand you're not really doing a service for anyone which obviously is why Robinhood has been struggling so much uh, and people have turned away from it because it's like, wow, you like really didn't help me. You like set me up for failure. I thought I was like going to be able to make money and then like I just lost everything. Um, and so I love that. I, I love the lesson about, um, you know, 
using leverage because it is really dangerous. You can get liquidated, lose all your money. You hear stories about it in crypto all the time, uh, especially with volatility in crypto. But then in stocks, it's also super dangerous too. You have to know what you're doing. Um, one thing that I loved about uh, your like pin tweet, and you were talking a little bit, if you have not gone to Morgan's pin tweet, I would recommend it because I'm looking here at the six things that you said you've learned, and I just love all of them. Uh, the sixth one, which is it's not easy, is so true. Um, one thing that everyone says in the space is wag me, we're all going to make it. But I, I think everyone agrees if you've been in the space, not everyone's going to make it, especially people that uh, give up or they don't learn from their mistakes. Uh, it's just like you can go down a terrible rabbit hole of losses. And so it's really important to remember it's not easy when you fall flat on your face, you get up, you you learn from it. Um, and that like ties into your fifth one, which is it's a learning curve that, it, you know, no, the, the thing about investing, and I don't know if you ever felt this way, uh, as you become, and even seasoned traders, I mean, I've been trading for 12 years now, uh, and something that I still struggle with is emotional attachment or just like the psychological aspect of trading. Humans suck at this. Like we don't, we're not super rational. We're very emotional beings. And so like uh, in our brains, we're not really meant to be good like stock traders or, you know, crypto traders. Um, but one thing that's really important is to be able to kind of like try to detach your emotions um, as much as possible and not like go on that roller coaster because it can just like tear you up. And I'd, I'm curious if you have any stories of, of uh, maybe time where that's happened or when you kind of learned that in your own kind of trading uh, adventure since you've started. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, I think with NFTs, it has made it almost impossible to not get, grab like the emotional attachment. <laughs> yeah, it makes it even harder because now you're attached <laughs> to your picture, too. Yeah, and not only that, it's like the community too. It's like this whole emotional aspect of this picture. It's like it's 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 hard, I mean, to just, you know, not be emotionally attached or even but like emotions, for example, not just attached to the image, but you can be like um, like emotional, you know, it goes down, let's say it goes down one ETH, you know. And you, you freak out, right? And you want to make your emotions are automatically, ah, sell because it's going to keep going lower and lower and lower. But like, I mean, when you bought my whole aspect, when I buy NFTs or, you know, crypto or anything, why did I buy it? I stopped before I even click sell, you know, I stopped. Why did I buy this? I think about it for a second. And then I remember why I believed in the project or believed in the crypto. And it helps so I don't sell because if I believed in something and I invested in something, unless something horrible happened within, you know, the community or whatever. But like if I invest because I believed in it, there was a reason why. And usually those choices end up being pretty good. Um, yeah, so yeah, it goes into it goes into another one of your your six things, which is dips are sales when you believe like if you really believe in something and nothing really changed. I think it's really important. We talk a lot on this show about conviction and like, if you really believe in something, then it's easy to hold through those dips easier because you're like, well, nothing's really changed. Like I still, the, the community's still strong or the team is still developing this stuff. And so uh, it's easier when you have conviction because it's not like, it's not just about uh, short term price. You're looking more longer term. 
But um, when you when you said that it's a sale when you believe, I love that because you're right. Like it's um, when it goes down, if you still believe in it, then it's really just an opportunity for you to buy at a at a cheaper discount and kind of dollar cost average, which is uh, which is some a really cool tool that you know is one of those words that people have used for decades. But now, like a lot of people are learning what that means when you think about in NFTs or cryptos, just like. When those dips happen, you just keep buying uh, over time, and your price point of when you enter just keeps going down uh, every time it dips, and you're able to buy cheaper. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, that list I'm still learning every single day. Like, there's experiences where like I buy in something and then you know at a high, but then it drops, and then I still hold it, and then I have the opportunity, you know, buy up more. But and sometimes, like, I just don't buy up more, and then it ends up going up. Um, so I, I mean, every single day, I mean, like you can tell yourself all these things and like, I could tell you that these are the things that I do or these things I live by, but I mean, we all are human. We all make mistakes, you know, but they're definitely the rules that I, I, I want, like I li- live by because every single time, like, um, I go back to it and I'm like, uh, well, you know, yeah, sometimes so. <laughs> the, that pin tweet, you probably look at just as often as the people that are following you to remind yourself of like, oh, don't. Like, ETH price is dipping. Oh, wait, let me go back and read this because I should not be freaking out. Like, nothing really changed about what Ethereum's doing. It's not like it, I don't believe in it anymore. Uh, and so I love that because it's like, it's so true. Sometimes we need those lists, even for people that have been in it for a long time. Like, you need those reminders for yourself just as much as you're like trying to help other people learn. Let's go. I think one thing that we're going to do, maybe one or two more questions, then we'll go ahead and go to Community Corner. So if you have a question, make sure to go ahead and hit that request button. We'll bring some people up. But also, if you have a question, you can post it on the pinned tweet uh, where it says Community Corner. You can go ahead and ask any question there. Uh, Morgan, before we go, I wanted to talk to a little bit about um, some of the projects that you've been involved in. I know, you know, it's one thing to be an investor and kind of work um, to try to learn and make trades, which we've talked a lot about. But for people that are getting in the space that are creators or want to do a little more and build in the space, I'd love for you to talk a little bit about what you've learned um, from the projects that you've started, you know, some of the things that you look back and are like, I wish I would have done different, some of the things you've, you've done, you feel like you've done really well. Um, so that way, people that are maybe just getting started or start thinking about starting their own projects can learn a little bit um, from your journey uh, starting your own projects. Yeah. So, um, so basically I think if you have an idea to not be scared, you know, like a lot of people have a really, really hard time starting, like they don't know what to do or like they don't even, they don't feel like they're good enough. They feel like they don't have enough followers. They don't feel like, you know, no one's going to buy their art. Or even with me, I mean, the first time I like even made an NFT project, I was like, how am I going to price these things? Like, I can't charge. I'm on because I was never really an artist kind of person. Um, and I was just like, how how do I how do I price these? Like, how do I value this? Like, you know, how, how do I like people are going to pay for this? Like, because I have my Grumpkins. That was my first project. Um, and basically, I just wanted to create like a, a project from my doodles as a kid and you know 
allow people to maybe be interested in the story behind them and each of them and maybe connect with them. Um, but I think if you have an idea, you know, just do it and get yourself out there. And I think just getting yourself out there, sharing your story, 100%, like sharing your story, like coming up on spaces and sharing your story will do wonders, you know, get your name out there. You don't have to pay millions and millions of dollars or like a hundred dollars on marketing and all these things or, you know, build a game or, you know, do all these things. I mean, the NFT space is growing so large and there's different tiers and, and like, like, someone who's holding back could be an original artist could be someone who is new you know someone might see their art and you know see something something more that they may not have like and grow that project but I think the whole thing is just to do it like the hardest thing is to do it and like start you that that's the hardest part once you get through there you start to grow and learn throughout the process and I could tell you how to do it all day like how what I did and I could but everyone's different everyone's going to have different experience and something different is going to work for everyone so yeah that's that's actually really good advice like do you if you're not passionate if it's like if you're trying to make a project to make quick money or because you're wanting um just if it's only about the money then it's probably the wrong reason right like for you like you said with grumpkins you like wanted to share the story uh and like make sure like basically give the opportunity for others to kind of come into this journey with you and what you've created already, something that you've been passionate about. But if they didn't sell, one thing that's really hard for a lot of creators is it's is goes back to the psychological aspect. If things just sit and they sell, it can make you start questioning yourself. But something like you said, and and I don't know if you'd agree with this, but when you when you have something out there, um, it's just like sometimes it's for yourself. And if it's for yourself, then it doesn't really matter if it's selling right away. Uh, over time, you'll f- and if you build community and you get to know people in the space, you'll find the people that appreciate that and those are the people that you want to own it anyways you don't want someone that's that's just looking for your piece because they hope they can make money off of it because then when they don't it makes them mad so you want those people that really just appreciate the artwork and even if it sits there for a while if you create it out of passion and your joy then the sales don't matter at the end of the day because you're getting to share that passion and joy with others and eventually when that right person comes along that does does purchase it it means even more to you because you know it's from you know it's from that passion that they really love it and that it's like something they connected with yeah yeah i i've never like i started the project not really thinking it was gonna sell at all like i didn't think and i think the best success stories are like the ones where you have no you have no goals you have i mean you have goals but like you don't you don't really, you don't set these crazy expectations. There's no, no expectations to be broken. There's nothing that's going to be, you're not going to get mad or sad or whatever, you know, you just do it because you're doing it and whatever happens, happens. Um, and that's exactly what I did. And I didn't really want it to like, you know, say all these things and not hit all of them and then have like a whole bunch of disappointed people. I wanted to build a community of people who like believed in, you know, wanted to invest in the project or invest in me or invest in the art or invest in the story and connected to build a community of people who have similar kind of views and able to like help each other as a small community. Cause I only have like 120 of them. And like, um, so it's just like a slow growth kind of things. And like, it, it's, it's much better. And, you know, I 
did pretty well with my project, but like I, yeah, I mean, it's another thing too, that it's probably grown as you've grown in the space as well, right? Like as you find more people that you're able to connect with and kind of like your friends that you've grown with in the space, like they, then those people want to support you and they want to, you know, buy because they, they were like your friends and they care about you. It's like, those are the things that I think are the best in the space is when you're, when you like, when you're able to, I feel like the best sales are the ones where you're like best friends are buying them or people you care about because it's like, you know, it's not just about a flip or making money. You know that they just want to support you. And that happens when you like grow organically in the space. You can't just come in and put your stuff out there and then like expect it to sell out immediately. Uh, which unfortunately, we live in this space where there's so many projects that are hyped that that's the, that's what gets the attention. Uh, everyone thinks like something needs to sell out right away. Um, otherwise it's not going to do well, but if you're in it for the long run, um, I understand why people that just want to make quick money would get upset about that. But if you're really in this for, for the long run and, and for the community, then it doesn't matter because the day by day is just like a means to the, to an end. And like the, the end of the journey is really finding those, those people that you're able to connect with and really appreciate what you put out into the space, which it sounds like, you know, from when you launched probably some of these to today, you've probably found more and more people over time that really, you know, connect more with it and that you're able to really connect with on a more personal level because you're growing in the space and they like, you, they kind of grow alongside you as well, depending on when they buy and get into your projects. Yeah, and as I grow, I mean, I haven't forgot about them. And, like, a lot of the people who bought the project know that. They know that I'm super-duper busy, but they also know that I'm growing and I'm building connections, and they do know that I'm not forgetting about them as a community, as a whole. So as I'm growing and, you know, maybe getting into partnerships, um, currently working on a few different things right now, and my community will, of course, you know, be benefited um, alongside anything I do and I'm going to grow it and I'm not forgetting about it. It's my number one, uh, project. And like, if people, you know, believe in that, cause I, I absolutely love my Grumpkins and the people who love them will stay, stay alongside me. You know, that's what I would like rather than, you know, having a 10,000 project or whatever and having all the people saying floor, 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 this, that, you know, just trying to flip it and get out. But instead I've had, you know, people hold for months and months and months, you know, uh, which is absolutely amazing because they knew the moment they bought it. Because I said specifically, like this isn't this is going to be a long term thing. It's not going to be like a flip thing. But of course, there are a lot of people who made a lot of money off my project. But there are people who have held alongside with me. Um, but I mean, I think the whole thing is just a community. You're growing and learning all together. And I made my project. I had no idea what I was doing at all. <laughs> and I, I think I learned I learned a lot that basically you can start from nothing and you can do something. That's a, that's awesome. I think you inspire a lot of people in the space. I hope like the genuineness of um, being able to listen to your story and being able to hear you every night it makes it also just like makes you feel like you know you and you're just like it's easy to listen because you're you feel like you're just like hanging out with your friends. So really appreciate the. I feel like you're. 
um, like really helping on board a lot of people when you hold those spaces, people that are just getting involved in the NFT space that are just kind of sitting in and learning. And I just wanted to thank you for, you know, the, the time that you put into it because it, uh, as someone that, you know, does spaces and stuff, it is, um, some people don't realize it's not, it doesn't always feel as fun as it may seem. Like sometimes it does feel like work. And so for you to keep grinding and doing it, uh, day in and day out is, is really awesome and inspiring. And I'm uh, really grateful that you're helping others learn in the space. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Like you're, yeah. So I mean, I love what I do. I mean, I, lo- I love it. And it feel, does feel like work sometimes like being a host feels way different than being like a speaker or way different than a listener. Um, it's, it's, it does feel like work, but at the same time, it's like, um, I'm like hanging out with my friends too, Mm -hmm. but also like, I have this community and I have these people that like, you know, I mean, with the amount of followers, it's people who kind of look up to me now. It's been like that. I mean, like I can say like, no, I'm like, no, not really, but there's actually like, there's people who look up to me and like. I want to be there for them and I want to help them grow. Um, I want, I want to watch them grow. I want to see them, you know, do the things that they want to do. Like, you know, they come up here. I want to like, kind of have like, they're going to say that they're going to do this, this, this. And then I want them to come back, you know, and tell me, tell me more. I want to know how you're doing. Like, I want to know, like, like what are you up to now? Like, I want to, I want to see these people grow. And it, it means more than anything to watch it happen yeah that is the best part when you're able to like those people that come back on stage or like you know a couple weeks later or even you you like had a good conversation with them a month even like a month ago and then you see them again it is it's like you really it does it's uh something truly special about some of the connections that are formed in this space all right are you ready for the math uh quiz portion of the show Oh, no, no math. <laughs> I said, no, math. no, I, I, uh, I saw oh, your, God. I saw your post about no math questions, which was really funny. Um, all right, we yeah. are gonna move. Yeah, math. I was actually a math teacher um, for twelve years, so uh, I love that. If you ever have a math question, you can hit hit me up as long as it's not like calculus, but basic math, <laughs> I can help you with. Um, oh my, my wife is the same way. She hates math. So I understand, uh, she, she's like, and then, but then she'll also troll me because, uh, when I get a math question wrong, she'll be like, and you're supposed to be the math teacher. Um, so that's great. All right, let's go <laughs> ahead and move into uh, community corner. We've got some people requesting to come up. If you have a question for Morgan, don't be shy. Go ahead and hit that request button. We have time for a few questions. Get your catnip and questions ready. It's time for you to take the stage for another segment of Community Corner. All right. Welcome to the stage, Patrick. How are you doing, Patrick? What's up, guys? Let me uh, run away from my Beauty and the Beast show here that I've got going <laughs> on with my daughter. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounded like a musical there for a second. Oh, yeah, definitely. We're towards the end. And uh, my daughter saw your picture, Morgan, and she said, very pretty. So I thought you'd like to know that. So, uh, anyways, uh, I was just curious. So I loved all your stuff and I was kind of just looking over your profile. I tried to pin your pin tweet in the thing for Carl. Um, but I didn't, wasn't be able to do it, but I love how you guys wrote, how you wrote that out. Uh, I actually have the same thing, a pin tweet about like my recent failures and stuff and what I learned. 
So I think that's so awesome that you share that message with people. And I love that. Um, I'm not going to take up much time because I know we're quick on a uh, uh, community corner tonight. Uh, but my question is, uh, how do you feel about one-to-one art in the space? And I saw Morgan smiles. So when you're ready for Morgan fine art, you hit up your boy. All right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I think one-to-one art is absolutely amazing. There's someone like Darlene. She makes her beautiful artwork. It's gorgeous. I mean, like, you're, you're like, I love it. I mean, you're, like what I was saying with the Grumpkins, I mean, you're investing in the artwork. You're investing in the person. You love it. Like, I think it's super awesome um, to invest in those kinds of projects, too. <laughs> Yeah, and so. when you're in buying one of one art, I do feel like it's more uh, when you buy PFP projects and these like the big like the big projects that have ten thousand pieces. The volume's really high; it's easier to sell. You you see a lot more flippers. When you look at like the the art, the one of one art, uh, you see a lot of people holding those things longer because it's like you really you want to buy those types of pieces that you really connect with because it's more than just a, a flip, and so. It is. Uh, it's really cool to see one of one art flourish, and I hope because back uh, early last year, one of one art was like the big thing, and so for all of the artists out there, I really do hope that we start to see another uh, pump and and a lot of people getting back into one of one art because there's some amazing artists in the space. Great questions, Patrick. Thanks for coming up. The next we got Sam the Carpet Man. I love it. What's going on, man? Thanks for being here. Hi. Thanks for having me. Thank you. And uh, thanks for sharing your story, uh, Morgan. Um, I don't actually have a question to ask. I requested because I wanted to compliment you, Crazy Carl. <laughs> you, uh, you are a great host who knows how to ask the right questions. It's a pleasure to listen to you. I like how well you articulate your thoughts into words and how you captivate your audience. And I'm part of your audience and you captivated me and to, you, know, you kept me engaged in wanting to learn more about your channel. And... Uh, I love math. <laughs> you love Almost everything. Oh my gosh. I, I like science. I like science and biology a lot. <laughs> math is it's okay. It just it made me really mad last week. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you have did you have a fi- like finals or a test that was uh, in a math class last week? Yeah, well, it was like um, if you didn't get a, uh, if you didn't, you can only miss one question, or you got to drop out of nursing school, kind of deal. What so the hell? Bad. Yeah, so it was like all medication and like doing the metric and whatever. But I did it; it's fine. But it would just made me really mad. That's the only reason why I said no math. But <laughs> okay, that was just stressful math. Well, and so- are you going to school for nursing? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well, if you ever need a position, I work in a hospital. Hit me up, too. Oh. Yeah, Sam, I also wanted to thank you for coming up as a very kind words. I really, uh, I love, I mean, I think what Morgan does, too, with her show, just like being able to be a place where people can learn uh, and be able to come and, and listen and hear journeys and stories. Like, Morgan, your story is so cool to me because... Like you said, you are you have so many followers that you help in this space. And just a year ago, you didn't really even um, you weren't really investing much. You were just getting involved in Robinhood. It's like 
It's just like the story that I hope becomes more of a common thread in uh, America and throughout the world uh, is that anyone can invest and anyone can learn about these things. There's always been for uh, centuries that it's always been like this disconnect. You feel like you're not supposed to be in finance. You're not smart enough and it's just bullshit. And so I'm so, I always get so excited when I see people that are just doing awesome things and helping others learn and making people realize you don't have to be, you don't have, like there is no secret sauce. If anything, the people that uh, make you feel like that are just arrogant assholes anyway. So I, I that's what I love. <laughs> You know, I love that you're able to help people see that it's not something that that they should be afraid of. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, it can be very, very, very you know, challenging. I mean, but yeah, it's definitely get- yeah, it's definitely stressful. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, but it's worth it, right? It's like you're being yeah. able to make generational wealth for yourself and for your, the future of like your family. It's just like it's something that is like all any of the any of the um, losses and the failures, it, like it's all worth it when you think about like what you're able to build um, because of what you're learning along the way. And I think in America and uh, especially be, being a teacher, I, I was so angry that we didn't teach financial literacy, um, but it's just something that we've never done. And it's so infuriating to me because uh, money and how to work with money and finances is like the biggest and most important thing. Um, one of the things you said, one thing you were learning about uh, and a goal or like a lesson was about compounding interest, which is amazing um, because it's like so true. Like if you, it's an NFT space, when people drop you another NFT, it's just like compound interest. You're just like making more money because they're giving you a dividend. And it's so, it's just so cool. And I, I love seeing, um, I love seeing you learning about it. And it makes me excited because that means other people um, that are just now learning about this are going to like have someone else that can make it even easier than it was for you. And I think that's what our, our goal is, right? It's just like making, uh, hopefully the next group of people will not have to make the same mistakes that we made. All right, let's go. We've got one more question, then we'll uh, close this out. Ismail, how are you hey, doing, man? Thanks for coming up. How are you, my man? This is good to have you Thank up on you stage for again. Me. And I, I love, I love coming into your spaces. And just uh, recently, uh, the last two times I was here, and the last time I was here, it was when Mondoir was there. A great guy. Uh, that I also loved a lot. And Morgan is the first space I've ever been in was Morgan and she was hosting Fancy Bears Metaverse, which <laughs> I ended up getting. Uh, I just want to like st- come up and, and say thank you to both of you. Both of you are like always trying to like add value to uh, all of us that are new here. And uh, just like you said, I mean, there's compound interest as far as like money, how money works or compound interest as far as uh, NFTs work. But there is another aspect, which is compound interest to knowledge. And the more spaces you like go in, the more, you know, the more you get to know a little more. And uh, and and basically every time that's why I'm here on all those spaces. And and I just want to thank you, Carl, for like hosting these amazing spaces and bringing these amazing speakers, uh, you know, for every, every space that you host. So thank you so much for doing that. That's it. You um, both have a great uh, night, I guess. And I'm looking forward to the next next space. 
Thank you so much for coming up. Morgan, thank you for being here and doing like he like he said and the other speakers said, like we're uh we're out here because we really care, you know, and I think um to end I'd love for you to be able to just share with any anyone um about kind of the spaces you hold so that they can learn um kind of about the times you do them, um, any projects you're working on so so you know you can help educate others about stuff that you're involved in. But um, but that, at the end of the day, really uh, grateful that you're constantly helping build in this space. And I'd love for you to be able to have a chance to share a little bit about some of the things that you're uh, that you do, so that other people can get more involved with learning um, with with you and your spaces. Um. Yeah. So uh, every night around 10 p.m., we have our late night DGen space. It it, it goes varies for. The, the length it goes uh, we, we wrote in our schedule it was going to go 10 to 2 but like the past two nights it's gone um, to like 6am so whatever time zone you're in if you're just waking up you know you see us late night degents there you know you know we've been there all night long and you're always welcome to come on in um, and like ask questions we also have a discord um, like you see Ella Dabani in the audience right now I also see you know, super booger in the audience. She comes every single day and she said she learns so much and it's inspired her with her own project. And I see my grumpkin in the audience. So cute. They changed their picture. But yeah, so um, so late night DGENs were every night at 10 p.m. And sometimes we do daily DGENs um, like around like two, two to four. And then we're probably going to change up the schedule a little bit with my um, with nursing school, maybe do a morning one. But I'm just trying to get like good, good feel of the community and the hours and allow people at different time zones to come up and speak. Um, yeah. That's awesome. If you don't already uh, follow Morgan, definitely do that. Thank you again for being on the show. Um, amazing to see someone putting in so many hours to help help others learn. All right, I want to give a huge shout out of gratitude to Morgan for coming on the show to chat about her journey so far in the Web3 space. The Crazy About Crypto show does not accept paid advertisements or paid requests to come on the show. The quality of guests and educational content provided is essential. The show is run by loyal listeners through the establishment of the Crazy Carl Collective, where 100% of the Genesis NFTs are rewarded to listeners for the next two years by actively engaging and learning and listening to the show and helping build the growth of the collective. Web3 allows us to give value back to consumers, and I thank each one of you for joining live tonight to help learn about the innovation that Web3 three brings to each of us and challenge you to continue learning and growing in this space. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review or follow so we can see you at another show in the future. You can also claim the Po app for today's episode if you are live in the audience by heading to the Po app app and using the code I'm Morgan. Uh, once again, that code word is I'm Morgan, all one word, um, all lowercase, I'm Morgan. Also, after the show, if you're in the collective, there will be an after-show Jackbox game party in the Discord hosted by Franco. Thank you so much for tuning in today's episode, and we will see you soon. This has been another production of Guttercat Studios. All conversations with Crazy Carl are for educational purposes only. You should never take financial advice from a cat, or anybody really, especially financial advisors. Take control of your own financial future and do your own research always. That's all for now. Until next time, we'll see you in the metaverse.